I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Uh, rather than try to sit there and try to figure, oh, how are we going to get highlights on the air for this one? So I'm jealous. It is weird to do that. So what are, you, what are your thoughts on the Cavs right now with the trade deadline coming up here? Do you, do you think they're going to make a move or you feel good if they stand pat? Uh, yeah, both. I think um, I do think they are going to probably not do anything. Um, I, you know, this is not a real good market for them right now. This is also a team that, you know, we really haven't seen play as a unit, as a healthy unit from <laughs> for more than about a half dozen games this year. So, you know, I'm not sure what people expected out of this season. You know, this game, this team is 12 games over 500, you know, despite some ups and downs. And I think if I went back and um, listened to what I talked to you guys about three months ago, it was basically the same thing, which is that this is a young team that's going to go through these things. This is how it works. And um, yeah, sure. Are there some, are there some areas where you'd like to see some improvement? Most certainly. But I think all things considered, um, they're starting to get it together. They're starting to figure out what the rotation should look like. I think Dean Wade's return is is a major factor in that. I think Ricky Rubio finally getting his legs underneath him is a is a huge component there. I think Donovan Mitchell, you know, maybe finally getting beyond this groin issue that's bothered him for the better part of a month now is a big deal. So I think we're just starting to see this team kind of hit its stride at the right time. So I don't think there's really any urgency guys to, to add anything immediately this year. I, you know, I think the goal simply is still to make the playoffs to hopefully win a round, maybe push another team in the second round, who knows, maybe spring an upset. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's anybody that's really running away from the pack in either conference at this point. So I'm not expecting anything, but that's not to say that they couldn't do some kind of transactional move as well. Tom, what you laid out is what, what I laid out early on in our show today, which is I, Right now, this situation to me screams, okay, everybody be patient. Don't yeah. just let these young guys, and you know, Evan's 21, Darius is 23, Coro's 22. Yeah. They need time. And, and with that in mind, I don't think that, and they might not have the assets to do, to do it anyway, but you don't make a major trade giving up any of those guys. You let those guys mature and develop and then tinker with everything around them. Do you not? Because in a couple of years, this thing could be a really big deal. I totally agree with you, Jeff. And I think, listen, I think we've all been guilty of maybe getting a little bit too far in front of ourselves with this group, right? I mean, they are so, they're so intriguing and you want, you want to think about what it's going to look like in, in two or three years, but, but let it happen organically, you know, let them figure out the chemistry, let the coaches figure out how to best use Terrace LeVert, you know, how, you know, figure out where does Chetty really fit this team well. And I think, I think we're starting to see strides of that over the last week or so. Again, I think health has been a, a big factor here, Jeff. You know, this team has been, has been banged up like every team in the league has, right? And they've, they've had players out for long stretches. I mean, my God, they were without Darius Garland for, you know, the better part of the first three weeks of the season. So, um, 
Yeah, and, and again, I, I think because of what we all experienced here over those years when when LeBron was here and the success that they had, and then those tough years, you know, everybody wants to see them get back to, to where they were, and I think it's going to happen, but I think we just got to we just got to be patient with it. I, I'm just, you know, the patient part of it is what you know Jeff and I talked a lot about this morning is just like, hey, can we be patient about this? I, I don't know. You tell me. You've been around that front office for a long time. When you bring Donovan Mitchell in, like, what's the goal? What's the expectation, knowing that you've given up first-round draft picks down the road? And how quick do you think things need to happen? Well, I don't think they need to happen in the first year, Andy. Um, You know, I I think, again, you know, Jeff pointed it out a couple minutes ago. You know, Darius Garland turned 23 two weeks ago. And that kind of, like, it really stunned me when I heard that. I mean, it feels like he's been around here for a while, and he has. Um, You know, Evan Mobley's 21 years old. I think Donovan at 26 is the is the old man on on this you know starting group of this this core group. So yeah, I do think the expectation is to compete for an NBA title, but I don't think it had to happen in year one, Andy. I think it's you know again a product of figuring out how he fits in. How does how do he and Darius Garland develop that chemistry where they can have you know a, a backcourt capable of taking this team to an NBA championship? I think people also too need to realize that just because you have a good talented core of, of young players of talented players doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win an NBA title. We've been talking about this Boston Celtics team now for the better part of five years with some of the best young talent in the league. They haven't won it yet either. So again, I, I think, you know, be patient, uh, let it happen organically, let them figure it out. I think JB has done a tremendous job of building the right culture here for this team. I think they've got, great pieces, uh, you know, in that starting lineup. They've got good defensive pieces. They understand that it's about stopping teams as much as scoring. I think all the pieces are in place here. Let's just let it happen. Tom Withers joining us from the Associated Press. Tom, I I don't like trades for the most part. And (laughs) if if you're trading for a quarterback, okay, I understand. That's that's, I, I think the Cavs gave up too much. I know the Timberwolves gave up too much for Rudy Gobert. DeJounte Murray yeah. in Atlanta, I, I, those trades don't sit well with me. That said, Donovan Mitchell's been tremendous here, and he's outstanding. But he's under contract for, what, two more years after this. Are you pretty confident that – and we know he likes it here and everything else, and he's fit in beautifully. Are you pretty confident that they'll be able to re-sign him and keep him here long-term? Because if so, I that's a different story. Yeah, I don't see any reason at this point to think anything other than that, Jeff. I, I mean, he fits – uh, perfectly here. He likes it here. He likes his teammates. You know, this is obviously a front office that is, you know, and an ownership group more specifically that is more than willing to do whatever it takes to to keep a star player of that magnitude. So, yeah, I would think so. Um, yeah, I think there is a genuine, you know, listen, I think what Donovan Mitchell did the other night, you know, following that tough loss in Miami and then, you know, not putting up with the nonsense that went on in that Memphis game was a clear indication of of not only what he feels about this team, but you've also heard him talk about this city and how much he likes it here. And I, I find him very genuine, and I think he's a he's a very real guy. Um, so yeah, I, I I would think he'd be here for you know the better part of his you know, of, of his career. I'd love to see the extension sooner rather than later too. <laughs> that's that's always the case, right? Yeah. And then it's funny you mentioned big trades. I mean, we you know we as a media group and fans in this town experienced you know arguably the biggest trade in the NFL last last year and, yeah. and the NBA. So, um, you know, I'm with you. Sometimes 
you know, they can be scary, um, but they, I think they also are, are, you know, they can be cautionary tales as well. But, you know, we've also seen, uh, you know, what they can do for a franchise as well. All right. Here's a topic we've never talked about, LeBron. Um, <laughs> that guy. I, there's two questions I kind of want to – first of all, the whole Kyrie Irving thing and then LeBron saying he was disappointed that they couldn't get Kyrie to L.A. And I, I know when I hear this stuff, I'm like, okay, I know that <laughs> – you know, it helps L.A., but uh, there's parts of me thinks back to 2017 and, and, like, why couldn't you guys just get along when you were here? Why couldn't yeah. that have just worked out for not? Like, every time I hear about the potential trade out there, that's all I can think about. What about you? Yeah, a little bit. You know, my mind goes back there at times as well. You know, I, you think about all those those years that were um, right, on, right on the cusp, right? I mean, you know, we think about, you know, 15 when, you know, Love and, I, and Irving are hurt and, you know, what could have and maybe should have happened, you know, that year in another championship potentially. And then, yeah, they finally get to the top of the mountain and then Kyrie, you know, pulls the shoot and wants out. And um, yeah, it's too bad. You know, I don't know. Listen, there's, there's always been that a, an interesting relationship between Kyrie and LeBron. And you wonder sometimes if, if LeBron is just saying those things over the last couple of days, just to make everybody feel good, especially with, you know, what he's on the, on the cusp of doing as well. So um, yeah, you know, I, I'll be honest with you guys. I I thought it was going to happen. I thought up until, you know, that we saw that he was going to Dallas, that, that LA was the destination. But when you saw the two packages side by side, at least of what has been reported as to what the Lakers were offering versus what the Mavericks were putting up there, you can see why, um, you know, Brooklyn did what it did. Tom, does it surprise you? And it's LeBron. So maybe we shouldn't be surprised. It's stunning to me, maybe more than surprising how well he's playing at his age. Oh, I mean, Jeff, think about it. He's at 38 years old, averaging 30 points a game. And yeah. you know, I was um, I was lucky enough to. Um, you guys might want to take a peek at this if you get a chance. I had a chance to sit down with Kevin Love last week. We we as the AP are putting together this monstrous package to go out, along with LeBron breaking the scoring record. And we had um, somebody from Miami talk about his years in Miami. Somebody from LA talk about his years in LA. And then Kevin Love was gracious enough to sit down with me and reflect on the four years he spent with LeBron here. And that's what, you know, he and I privately, you know, even off the record, we're talking about just how stunning it is to see what he's doing at this age. And then when you think about what that, the record that he's breaking, Jeff, which has stood since 1984, he's not just going to break it. He's going to smash it and go beyond. I mean, he's going to end up averaging or not averaging, but, but scoring probably somewhere in the neighborhood of if we we assume he's going to play another, you know, three to four years, you know, 42,000, 43,000 points along with 12,000 rebounds and 13,000 assists. I mean, he's Haley's Comet, right? He's yeah. he's once every hundred years type of, of athlete. And I, you know, we, we've all talked about, you know, the comparisons. And I, I've told you guys before that I hate doing that, that they're, you know, that Jordan is a masterpiece, much like LeBron is. So, yeah, it's stunning to me that he's able to do what he's done. But you know what? Every time you want to write this guy off, that's what he's about, much like Tom Brady, right? Tell him he can't do it, and he'll go out and show you. Tom, though, I, I do this podcast with Coach Fratello, and we were talking about this. And Mike saw him in high school. I saw him in high school. I think you saw him in high school. We know Andy did. We, we've seen him forever. And I said, you, you would never you know, say, yes, this guy's going to be the all-time leading scorer. And I, but I said, but what really made you think that that wouldn't be the case was that this guy passes the ball so well. He's fourth yeah. all-time in assists. And right. how, how do you score that many points 
and rack up that many assists. That, to me, yeah. is, is the real catch with LeBron. I totally agree. I mean, we all compared him to Magic Johnson, not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right, in terms yeah. of, of comparing him to, to Lakers. But it just shows you, you know, how well-rounded, how well-rounded he is and how, how, why he is one of one. I mean, there's nobody that's been able to do that for this long. And, um, yeah, I, I just I looked at the numbers a couple of weeks ago, and I was just – it just blew my mind when you, when you think about it. And, and we've all been fortunate enough, you know, to see – you know, we all remember that very first game, right, in Sacramento back, yep. back in the day where I think you had, you know, 26, 7, and 7, and that's going to end up being his career average if it's not even a little bit higher than that. So, um, yeah, really – you know, and Kevin and I were talking about it. Um, you know, he's he's one of those few people in my professional life that I just am so grateful to have crossed paths with him. That my you know my career intersected with LeBron's, and I there's never a day that I don't take that um, you know very personally and um, and feel very fortunate and blessed to have been part of his journey. Last question for you here: the thought of being the all-time leading scorer in the NBA and that mark. And how difficult that is. And Jeff and I were kind of we were we were talking before the show about you know marks that mean the most as far as <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know you know home run king used to be that for yeah I, mean, I used to think that way about that but I, I got to tell you this breaking this record and as you said smashing it um, I, I don't I, I'm trying to think of what the I mean I you know as a hockey guy Gretzky's assist record and and overall yeah. points is just like it's mind blowing just like LeBron. But, I mean, can you put it in perspective as far as I, It's goals? really hard. I, yeah. I agree with you, Andy. I think it's very difficult to kind of separate it. You know, you talk about, you know, the, the numbers and the, the hallowed, whether it's the DiMaggio streak or, yeah. you know, at this point, I think we've got to look at the Tom Brady, you know, seven Super Bowls. There are, there are just a couple of numbers now that, are, that may stand the test of time. And whether it gets approached or broken down the road, it is still – you know, especially guys, when you think about the generation of players that LeBron is now surpassing. I mean, when you look, if you look and followed him through this year and how every night he is knocked off, you know, the the greatest players who have ever laced them up. And now he's at the top of that list. It really, yeah, I, I can't put it into context because it's just, it's so beyond anything that any of us, you know, ever expected or anticipated. And Again, these are the good old days, boys. You know, let's let's enjoy them while we can. All right, so we didn't get the Guardians. We got we didn't talk Browns. We have to have you up back on very soon. Thanks, Tom. Love it. See you guys. Tom, um, thank you. It's okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 